It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. Uh, we're going to talk love. I'm going to get to you phone calls. But lately, as I was driving around back in Ohio uh, this past weekend, and you know, I just love driving around when it's Christmas because you got all the decoration. I thought about fun holiday date ideas that you can do if you are dating somebody. For instance, go ice skating together. I think that's fun. I'm not a very good ice skater, but I like doing it. Drive around. I mean, I did it, even single guy. And look at the Christmas lights on the house. I just, I never get tired of it. Shop around for gingerbread house kit and decorate it together. How about that? And then, of course, Netflix and chill with your favorite Christmas movies and build the snowman. Anyway, just a few ideas. Now, if you have a question for me about your relationship, 855-905-8255. If you have a question about your partner or your relationship, dial in 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Violette. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Violette. How can I help you this evening? Well, I have a little predicament right now. My boyfriend is asking me what I want for Christmas, and I know he isn't really making a lot of money right now, unfortunately. So I feel really guilty asking him for anything. I'm not sure what I should tell him. Well, let me ask you this. Is he artistic in any way? Um, yes, he's very artistic. Um, he he loves to decorate the house whenever it's a different season. He loves to help me with decorations and he'll um, paint. He loves to paint. He loves to paint. Okay. Do you think he'd paint you, for instance, like a portrait? Like, you know, like, because you could ask, listen, for the house this year, why don't you paint something for the house for us? That's a really good idea. It will make him feel good, valued, and for an artist, it's like the most rewarding thing after all that somebody says, I would love to if you would use your skills as an artist to do something for me in the house. I love that idea. Thank you so much, Simon. That, that really helps me well, a lot. Good. You're welcome, Violet. So good luck to you and him. Happy holidays and have a good night. Thank you. You too. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Question for you. When it comes to the holidays, do you rather have an actual gift from your partner, a thing, something you can purchase, or would you rather have an experience that includes both of you? That's next on The Rendezvous. So I'm wondering, would you rather have an actual gift, a thing, something to be purchased from your partner for the holidays, or an experience that obviously, you know, will be in your memories forever, but you're not taking home anything else in terms of physical, like, things. What do you prefer for the holidays? And and just think about that. You know, like, it could be, like, you know, go ice skating, could build a snowman together. It could be, you know, go to a karaoke night and sing your favorite Christmas songs. It could be many things. That doesn't include a thing you're taking home. And I've, I've been wondering, you know, what would I prefer some people say, but if, if you buy something nice, you know, you can wear it, you can do this, so you think about your partner a lot. That's true. But more and more, I think if it was up to me, ideally, I would prefer something we could do together, not something that is a thing. And I'm just going to tell you the truth on what I would do if I was in a relationship during this holiday. And that is next. So, for the record... To be honest, I'm totally single now. But what if I was, let's say, dating you, for instance, just for the, the point of, of, of the story. I 
this year for the holidays would say instead of buying you something i would say let's buy ourselves either a trip to paris to celebrate the holidays or a trip to whatever destination you would want to go i'm from france so it's kind of Paris, I would love to show it to you, but I totally understand that not everybody is into Paris, and I would say, you know what, we're not going to buy each other things, but I'm going to buy you and buy us a plane ticket and a hotel stay in whatever resort or places in the world you want to do, and break the bank. <laughs> but I would, because I believe in experience is more precious than a thing nowadays, so that would be what I would suggest. You can think about the answer, where would you want to go if you were you know, in that situation. And we'll put it on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. You call that next on The Rendezvous. If you have a question for me, call The Rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Roxanne. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to The Rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? Uh, I've been dating somebody for a couple of months now, and he's very, very sweet. Uh, but I don't know if this is going to go long term because he's a little bit younger than me. And a, a few weeks ago, the problem is a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. I met a few of his friends for the first time. We all hung out together. And um, I completely clicked with one of his friends. We ended up talking the whole evening. I really felt uh, a connection with him, with this guy. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I met with him again a few more times, you know, in group scenarios when we were all together, you know, with my boyfriend and everything. And every time I see him, it's it's the same thing. We just have this, like, great connection. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what to do. I'm not sure what to do. Okay. Uh, Roxane, um, what I see is that, you know, nature has put an attraction to you and the friend of your boyfriend. That's the way it is. Um, mm-hmm. So the right way to do this is, A, break up with your boyfriend, uh, B, don't go out with the other guy right away just to get to know him. And okay. and then with time, if you feel there is you know space for a wonderful relationship, you go for it. Uh, no one owns no one. And mm-hmm. what you have to do is not lie, not cheat. But mm-hmm. I find it totally okay after you broke up with your boyfriend, if six months or a year later you decide to go with one of his friends, it's okay if we can make it work for two people all of us as friends should be happy. That's mm-hmm. how I feel, and not selfish. So do the right thing. Do it step by step, respectfully. Don't cheat. Don't lie. Break up with your boyfriend and see what happens, okay? Okay, okay, okay. Thank you so much, Simon. You're, most, you, you're, you're most welcome. You know what to do now. Have a good night and bonsoir. You too, bonsoir. I'm just wondering, would you be okay if you ex dated a friend of yours, let's say a year later, after you guys are over? Let's talk about that next. Would you be okay if you ex-dated a friend of yours like a year after you guys broke up or not? Because my last caller, Roxanne, asked me, she said, Simon, you know, I'm dating this guy, but I just really connected with a friend of his. What should I do? And I told her, the way to go is first break up with your boyfriend, two, get to know the other person, don't date them, and then six months or a year later, you just go on with it because no one owns anyone and the future. So I would be totally okay if that happens because once I'm broke up with somebody a year later, I have no claim. But would you be okay with that? Because I know there's a counter argument 
which is once mine, always mine. And I want to talk about the danger of this argument with you next. So stay with me. That's an important point. So there are two schools when you think about, should I let my ex uh, date a friend of mine? My school is, listen, if I'm not with you anymore, I have no claim on you. A year later, if you date and you're in love with my friend and you guys may have even a marriage later on, a family, mazel tov, good for you, it's good for the universe. The other school is, no, 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 no. Once mine, always mine. Therefore, don't ever date an ex of mine to your friends, right? The danger of this is, A, it's, it's not going to happen most of the time anyway, and two, you've got to realize that do you really believe you own somebody's life and future because you were romantic with them at one point forever? I don't believe that. I don't believe in ownership like that once we're not together anymore. But I'm going to put that on my social media. I'm going to put that question on my social media and my website, therendezvousshow.com, and you go vote. Tell me what you think. Okay or not for your ex to date a friend. And you call the next on The Rendezvous. Stay with me. If you have a question about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Shina. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? I am good. How can I help you this evening? Okay, well, last night, my boyfriend did not come home. We just moved in together. We've only been living together for about three months or so. This is the first time he's ever done this. And I, quite frankly, I don't know what to do and I don't know how to feel about it. I see. How long have you known him, Toro? Maybe five, six months. Okay. At any time, did he ever disappear? I don't mean like the whole night, but did you? is he the kind of guy who just have those moments of disappearances or is this the first time that event happens? This is the first time. Okay. So um, when was the last time you actually texted or got something back from him? It was at 1.30 a.m. And after that, nothing? And after that, nothing. I mean, that's pretty scary. Um, Do you know where he was? Well, here's the thing. Last night, I know that he was drinking with his coworkers after work at the bar. He works in a restaurant. Okay. So I I honestly think that he, you know, he went over to one of his coworkers' houses or something like that. Oh. Oh. That's That's what I'm thinking. Well, I mean, do you know any of his coworkers? I don't. I don't have any of their phone numbers, so it's kind of driving me a little bit crazy. All right. So, I mean, I, listen, in your intuition, let's go to your women intuition because it's the woman intuition is always right. Do you feel that it's shenanigans or do you feel this your man is in danger? I feel that he's, he's being dishonest. I feel like he's, he's up to no good. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, then here's the strategy. Then you don't call him anymore. You don't text him anymore. You wait until he comes back. And then it's up to you to decide if you want to stay with a man that can spend the night away with a co-worker, if that's what you find out, and that's okay with you, or if you don't want to spend a single more day with him and it's time to break up. And if he admits it, if he apologizes, then what? Then you, you look at yourself in the mirror and you say, girl, do I want to give a second chance to a man who did this to me once, and then why would I want to give him a second chance after I know he can do that to me? Okay. It's very important to always ask ourselves the most difficult question. Why would we want to be abused again? You're right. So, but fingers crossed, most important that he comes home safely. And once he's home safely, he can admit everything he wants or you need to. But remember, the last decision is in your hands, always. 
Thank you. Good luck to you, Shina. I hope everything turns okay. Okay, thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a good night. Have you ever asked that question in your love life? Why would I want to stay with somebody one more day that has hurt my feelings so badly? Why? Let's talk about that next on The Rendezvous. Have you ever asked yourself this very question? Why would I want to stay one more day with this person after what they've done to me? Because this is the most healthy question we should always ask ourselves after somebody messes up really badly. Like my last caller, Sheena, she said, you know, my boyfriend has been missing for 24 hours. And in her intuition, she thinks that it's like shenanigans, like he went to some co-worker's home or something. So then I ask her this question. Once he comes home, he's maybe apologizing and crying and this, was too much alcohol, whatever. Then I ask her, you're going to have to ask yourself the question, why would I want to stay with him? And that very question is one of the most healthy questions I've learned from my therapist. When we are in a relationship, don't blame the other person all the time. Blame yourself and ask, why do I want to stay with a person like this? There's good reasons and bad, but I'm not telling you what to do. But that's a question that... I should have asked myself a long time ago. So let me share with you a personal story to illustrate my point. That's next. So listen to this personal story of mine. Years, years ago, I was dating this very lovely and charming woman, but very, very charming. I got charmed. But she would sometimes drink too much and kind of disappear and come home, but like five hours later and messy. And But what can I say? I'm a sucker for charm. So... I got sucked into a charm and then kept going on. But I felt humiliated. I, I could see there was things going on. She was lying. And I stayed way too long with her. And then my therapist asked me that very important question one day. He said, Simon, don't complain about her. Ask yourself, why do I want to spend one more day with a person who hurt my feelings so many times? When my shrink said that, it was like a light bulb went on. I said, that's it, I'm out. So don't do like me. Don't wait for the shrink to tell you that. Do better than me and ask yourself that question when it's needed. Okay? Counting on you for this. You call that next on The Rendezvous. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Julia. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Julia. I know you have a desire to share a personal love story with me on The Rendezvous. So go ahead. Yeah, it's kind of a weird one because it's something really nice that my husband did for someone else, and it made me love him even more. Okay. Um, so recently, my little sister, who is really close with my husband, he's like a big brother to her, she went through kind of a painful breakup, and she was a little depressed and mopey about it. Mm -hmm. So he actually bought her an orchid, and it was just a really sweet gesture. He got her flowers, and he got me some, too, just to make sure, you know, <laughs> there was nothing fishy going on. Yep. But just that he cared enough to, like, take care of one of my family members like that, I just thought it was so sweet, and I love him so much. When he did this, how made, how that made you feel? I mean, I mean, it made me feel good. It made my sister feel good. And he told me he was going to do it for her. And I was like, this is a great idea. I love it. But I didn't know he was going to get me flowers, too, just to be nice, because he's a good guy. He's a good guy. So, yeah, it was great. <laughs> well, I'm happy he did this. You know, little things like this, big things, everything that can make your partner feel magical and, and appreciated is, is very important to do. Definitely. Definitely. 
All right, Julia. Thank you so much for calling and for that story, and have a good night. Thanks, Simon. You too. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Last question of the show for you. Do you know the consequences of monotony in a relationship? We're going to talk about that next on The Rendezvous. I've got a question for you to finish this show. Do you know the consequences of monotony in a relationship? Do you know what happens when routines, monotony sets in in your relationship, your marriage, your partnership? The same old thing, same old feeling, the same old show, the same old days, the same old month, the same old holidays, same old, same old, same old, monotony, bored, stiff. Well... If you're not sure of what are the consequences of monotony in a relationship, check out my podcast, La Confession. Go to therendezvousshow.com. You will learn the danger of monotony in a relationship. So check it out. Therendezvousshow.com, La Confession. Thank you so much for listening tonight. Really, a minute. Merci beaucoup. Thank you very much. Et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.